Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches. Fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of Friends, I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. Okay, so today we're going to cover all things quarterly planning. So hear me out. Quarterly planning meetings are not a waste of time. Honestly, it took me a hot minute to implement them in my own business, but even if it was just myself, they proved to be a total game changer. So quarterly planning really, really is going to be a focal point of the success of your business and kind of get you out of that reactive mode and more into that proactive and planning mode. So today we're gonna cover the goals, benefits, and best practices of a quarterly planning meeting the general steps for outlining and holding a quarterly meeting. And then we're also gonna cover just how, I'm gonna give you specific examples of how we did this as a team. Because again, this has been such a game changer for us as a business, especially the more that I'm transitioning into more of a CEO role and handing more things off to my team. So first things first is like I mentioned, we're gonna discuss the goals, benefits, and best practices. So. The goal of a quarterly meeting really is to identify the overall company goals and projects as well as the individual goals that encompass those big company goals. So we really wanna make sure that we're not focusing just on big picture as a company, but we're also focusing on individual roles as team members and what the projects they're going to focus on are going to actively or how they're going to actively contribute to the company goals for the quarter. So the benefits of quarterly planning. So I know, like I said, you know, bear with me, They may feel like a waste of time, but they're really, really not. And even if you are a solopreneur, like I said, these are going to be super helpful for you. So you're not just kind of making decisions willy-nilly in your business, right? So it's going to create focused time to hone in on the exact projects that you need to get done. Like for example, an upcoming launch, and it's going to help to eliminate the, you know, I'll do this later attitude. So if there's a plan and it's developed, then you can put due dates to it and there's less of a, okay, we'll just, this is kind of the game plan, but we don't really have dates and we don't really have a timeline. And so this is going to help to eliminate that. It's also gonna give you the opportunity to review your business growth and metrics from the previous quarter, which is going to help allow you to make adjustments in the future. So if you're not already reviewing the numbers in your business or the data or the metrics, this is a really good time to start because if you're not looking at the numbers, you're kind of just making decisions at random, kind of like throwing a dart at a dartboard blind. Because if you don't know the data, then you don't really know what decisions to best make to continue to move your business down a road path, right? And so this is also going to give you a chance to chat about your recurring operations and way to improve. So again, from a data perspective, maybe some of the tasks that you're currently doing in your business aren't serving your business anymore. And so this is a really good chance for you or you and team to really evaluate what you're doing on a day-to-day basis in the business and ways to improve it. 
It's also going to help give you a pulse on your team. How are they feeling? Where are they struggling? Where are they feeling good? Because a lot of the times when we're in our business, we are pretty far in the weeds. And sometimes it's hard for us to pull ourselves out of the weeds and really see maybe what's working and what's not. And so getting that feedback from your team is going to be really, really important. And then by gathering your team together for this time, you can come up with a lot of amazing ideas and get their feedback for maybe what they're saying, even if it's through the idea of your own idea vault for down the road. So what are best practices when it comes to quarterly planning? So the very first thing that we focus on is the previous quarter. So typically when we have our quarterly meetings, we actually have them in a two hour block. So the first hour is to focus on the quarter that we just wrapped up. We're reviewing the quarter, what went well, what didn't. We're reviewing data and metrics. We're reviewing projects that we did or didn't complete and really just kind of deep diving into what we did. And then for the second hour of our meeting, we move into the next quarter, right? That's where we're focusing on strategy and planning and prepping for everything that we have upcoming. So you want to have your team as you're having this meeting, take notes on action items that need to be handled and have the team fill out a form, including yourself. And again, it's going to be a form that asks questions along the lines of what they felt like went well for the quarter, what they felt like we didn't do as well. We also want to focus on things like what should we start doing more of, stop doing. It's really just for your team to be able to honestly come to you and say, hey, here's what I felt like we did really well or didn't do as well. And here's what we should continue doing or stop doing. And each of you are going to fill that out and you're going to review that and utilize that as another way to help develop the agenda for your meeting so that you guys can all make sure you're getting on the same page. You are making sure you're acknowledging the feedback your team has given you. And it's going to be, again, just a really important way to increase transparency um, and empower your team to contribute more to what is going on in the business. You want to make sure to block off the time, right? And that's the big thing is we actually go ahead and schedule out our quarterly meetings for the entire year. Like I mentioned, they're two hour increments, but I would just go ahead and set them and schedule them for the year. So they're done. They're ready to go. Make sure that there is a task to make sure to send out that form about a week before you are going to have that meeting and then maybe another task to prep the agenda. And also you don't want to plan in detail more than a quarter ahead or 90 days, right? So you can have a broad idea of what you want to do later in the year, but things change so frequently. You don't want to spend too much time building them out, right? You want to focus on that 90 day sprint versus that super long-term game in detail, just because you don't want to spend a ton of time tasking stuff out six months from now, if you're not even going to be doing that project anymore. So that's another thing is just making sure that you're focusing on that 90 day, that quarter ahead. You also want to make sure that you have an owner for each project. So this allows people to take responsibility and decision-making for this individual project. So for example, if you're going through your quarterly meeting and you have identified a project that you have to get accomplished by the end of the quarter, go ahead on that meeting and say, this person on my team is responsible for taking ownership of this project. And then you can always readjust your projects for the upcoming quarter based on what wasn't finished in the prior quarter, right? So don't stress about continually pushing projects. I will admit that this was um, something I'm not very good at, right? I I kind of get shiny object syndrome sometimes and I'll say, oh my gosh, this is a good idea. We should, we should do this. 
like next week or we should focus on this for next month. But what happens is that puts a team in a state of overwhelm. If we have too many projects, we're not focusing so much on quality, right? And so you'd much rather have them finish things to completion than rush trying to finish resulting in errors and flaws to jump to the next project. So typically a rule of thumb is once you have lined out what those projects are for your quarter, then I wouldn't add additional things unless they absolutely have to be added. And then you also obviously wanna have a clear and concise plan for the meeting, which is what we're actually gonna go over next. I'm gonna walk you through what our agenda looks like and how we actually host and plan those quarterly calls. Sorry to interrupt the flow, but this will be real quick. So if you're looking for the perfect project management tool for your business, then you have to go check out ClickUp. I manage every part of my business from within ClickUp, including launch management, client management, metrics, team, and much, much more. With a user-friendly desktop interface and a mobile app, I can also take ClickUp wherever I go. With ClickUp, you have a complete customization for your business hub and one platform as a centralized station for productivity. If you'd like to get started with ClickUp, all you have to do is click the link below in the show notes and sign up. Now, back to the show. So we're gonna go ahead and start actually breaking down how we host a quarterly meeting. So step number one is we are going to review last quarter's accomplishments. So this is really setting the meeting off on a high note. We want to start with some wins and things of that nature to make sure that we're celebrating, right? So this is going to be things like a metric, for example. So maybe it's how many new students you brought into your course or how many new one-on-one -on -one coaching clients you signed or how much revenue your uh, coach program brought in. Start looking at those big numbers, those numbers that are the needle movers in your business and saying, hey, this is what we accomplished for the entire quarter. And then you actually want to go in and start celebrating your team members by choosing, you know, one or two accomplishments that they each made to highlight the beginning of the meeting and what they did to contribute to the success of the quarter, right? So that's one thing as I really like to give my team a shout out, like they are the backbone of our business. And I want to make sure that they are being acknowledged for all the hard work that they contribute throughout the quarter. So that's typically where we lead off, right? We want to start on that high note. And then from there, that's where we lead into the discussion about how each team member felt about the prior quarter. So using a review form, kind of like we talked about previously, I'm actually going to give you some very specific examples of what we ask on our form. Um, but you're going to go ahead and use that form to review this stuff. So you're going to ask questions like on a scale of one to five, how would you rate the team's communication in the past quarter and why? What was your favorite part of the quarter? What was your least favorite part? Do you have any short or long-term goals within the company? Or maybe do you have any short or long-term personal goals you wanna share? That's another thing that we like to do is making sure that we're not just focusing on our individual goals for the company, but also personally, because it's a good way to help hold each other accountable, develop a good culture and relationship building in the business as well. Um, is there any area you feel like you could improve on for next quarter or what do you think the company should start and stop doing? So again, those are just some examples of questions that you can ask on that form. And then asking these kinds of questions is going to allow you to get a pulse on, you know, team member happiness within the company or where your team members are at in terms of their personal lives so you can support them and then ideas for how you could pivot in your business. So your team members will see things you don't see, plain and simple it's gonna happen. So make sure to give them that opportunity to share their ideas about what the company could be spending more or less time on. 
The third thing that we're going to cover in a quarterly meeting is reviewing last quarter's big projects. So typically what we'll do is we'll list out our projects from the previous quarter and we're going to rate them on a scale of one to five. So you're going to have each of the team members rated on a scale of one to five and then go through your goal rating and state why you chose it, right? So mark whether each project was completed or if it still needs to be completed. Sometimes we'll say like, you know, hey, we got this project 90% completed, but we're gonna have to finish it up in the next quarter. And then you're gonna outline the obstacles you ran into while trying to accomplish those projects. And then from that, you actually want to navigate solutions to those obstacles with your team, right? We're not just getting on here to say, hey, these are the obstacles we ran into. That stinks, right? Like we're not, we're not here to just do that. We're here to create a solution and you're here to collaborate on that solution with your team. And then what do you need to adjust for the upcoming quarter to complete this project? So if things didn't go according to plan, right? And that happens and that's totally fine. What do you need to adjust to make sure it does for the next time? So then once you have started to outline and kind of review those big projects and milestones, then you want to review your recurring business topics that aren't your big quarterly projects, right? So your general marketing strategy. So social media, blog, podcast, are things moving in the right direction? What are the key areas we are focusing our marketing on for next quarter? Maybe it was a launch or a specialty event. So discuss the key things that happened and what's going to happen in the next quarter to be aware of, right? Maybe it was your program or a course or clients. How do you feel that had been going for the past quarter and are there general improvements that you can make? So again, we kind of to circle back, we'll focus on all of the big projects that we had for the previous quarters planning meeting. And then we'll focus into more of those operational recurring business topics and make sure we're honing in on those as well. And then you want to make sure to revisit your annual goal. So I think the thing about an annual goal to keep in mind is just because you set that, let's say at the beginning of the year, that doesn't mean it can't change, right? It can evolve, it can change, it can be completely different than what it was and that's okay. And that's why we have these quarterly meetings to make sure that we are revisiting these goals and making sure that we are still moving in the right direction. But again, this is not to say we're not planning these annual goals in detail. We are still focusing on that 90 day sprint, but we do wanna make sure that we are still heading in the right direction. So you wanna go ahead and lay out those big projects that you wanna focus on each month. So for example, maybe for the month of October, you want to create a system for content repurposing, you want to hire a marketing assistant, and then you want to do a big cleanup and reorganize your Google Drive. So let's say that those are some of your big projects. That's where you wanna go ahead and start laying these out because those are going to contribute to hopefully that annual goal that you have for your business. And then you wanna create and break down next quarter's goals into milestones and tasks so that it is an actionable step for your business or for your team to take. So step one is you wanna identify, right? So these should be the three to five, I typically say main projects for your team or business to focus on per quarter no further than the quarter, right? And then step two is you want to reverse engineer your projects into milestones. So input those milestones into ClickUp using a project template and then set due dates. So as an example, maybe your big project is you wanna hire a marketing assistant. So what is a milestone or a handful of milestones that you would need to do to actually do this? We need to determine what the role is gonna look like. We need to decide when we want to tentatively onboard and hire this person 
we need to develop a training program. And then from there, you're gonna break those milestones down into tasks. So what tasks need to be accomplished before you meet those milestones? So maybe for a training program, you guys actually have to outline what trainings you want to include. Then you actually have to create the training and then develop it into a program. And so it's really just looking at the big picture project breaking it down into milestones and then taking those milestones and breaking them down into tasks and going ahead and assigning it out to team members. We're gonna use my maternity leave as an example. So our big project was prepping for maternity leave. So number one, our step was to discuss the areas that will need to be taken over by the team, right? So for us, that was the financials, discovery calls, and coaching students. So what is the process of training the team on these tasks? That would be step two. And then step three is to then break down these trainings into actionable tasks to take them off my plate. And so we've already done most of this, right? When we found out I was pregnant, um, one of the very, very first things that we did was going ahead and start training the team on being co-coaches in our course so they could be very very comfortable nine months later to be able to take those calls over when I step out um, and so that was one of the very first things that we started focusing on and so those are just some examples of what we have done for our quarterly meetings that have been super super helpful again even if you're a solopreneur these are still applicable for your business because you need to really be able to hone in on where your business is going in order for you to continue to grow to continue to scale and for you to build a business that is sustainable without you always having to be available. So hosting quarterly meetings, whether you are a solopreneur or you have a team, it's so important for scaling your business. Quarterly meetings are going to allow you to evaluate the past quarter and strategically prep for the next quarter so you can constantly be moving the needle forward in your business. So feel free to send us a DM on Instagram if you guys are going to be doing your next quarterly planning meeting. We're so excited to be seeing so many of you guys taking action on this already. And if you guys have any questions, we're here to support you, but otherwise we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.